Hey guys, Pastor Jürgen here. We're so excited you're tuning into one of our amazing messages. What you're about to hear is going to be fresh, it's going to be real, and it's going to be powerful. It's going to help you to grow stronger in your walk with God. It's going to put faith on the inside of you. It's going to cause you to be able to walk in greater dimensions of blessing and enlargement so that you can be a blessing to other people. Well, lean in, enjoy the word. God bless you. But um, hey, I, I'm really excited about tonight because I believe, see, the, the Bible says that the, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but they're mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. Let me repeat that again. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, meaning we don't, when we talk about warfare, wrestling, and fighting the devil, it's not a, like a carnal thing. It's not like, hey, do you have an AR-15? <clears throat> it's, it's spiritual. Paul says they're mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. And I don't know if, if, if you've been around church for a little bit or been a Christian for a while, there, and there are strongholds in our lives that we have to pull down with the weapons that God gives us. So tonight, I believe the Holy Spirit is going to equip us with some weapons. If you're ready to receive them, amen? And I, I don't know about you, but I'm not, I'm not into, like the time of, in, that we live in today, this time and age, is, it's, it's not like, like, you know, like you go to church just to feel good. Like, like the time where, where uh, it's not the time for, uh, where a dead religion can cut it. What do I mean by that? A dead religion is a religion with a dead God. It's, it's, a, it's a church, a religion where you go and just to feel good, you do a couple things and you go home. I went to church, you, do the check, you, you, you check the, the box. It's not the time for that. I don't know about you, but I, I, need, I, need God, I need you to tell me that God can come into my life. Come on, somebody. Right now into my situation and, and, and step in there and change what I'm going through. That's, that's what I need in my life. I don't know about you. So I, I come to church Sundays and Wednesdays and I'm not trying just to, you know, just, you know, came to Easter and it was good and I go home and, and, and I pray and, no, we need power. We need the grace of God to do all that God, Pastor Drew and Emma, do you need the grace of God to do what you're doing in Seattle? Listen, I need the power of God to take a city. I need the power of God to win a campaign out there. I can't do this on my own. Not even with you guys, although I need your support, but I need the power of God. My, Pastors Mike and Katie, like how is it? If, can you do this without the Holy Spirit? And neither can you. In your business, your family, your marriage, what you're fighting for. We need the power, the might of God, and that's what I'm going after. It's a new day. And I love, I love the, the, the spirit of our pastors, how they, they preach. And, and the songs, my gosh, Mike, and the, the songs you guys are writing is, is songs of warfare, of authority, of, of come what may, I will praise you. It's, 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 it's what's coming out of the house because it's a time to take territory. But see, all of us, each and every one of us have territory to be taken in front of us. And, and if you, if, if for whatever reason you, you start thinking right now, gosh, I don't know if I have territory. You know, I, I, I'm comfortable. Well, get ready. Well, see, once you have an encounter with God, he begins to reveal to you your, your destiny, your purpose. There's more out there. See, being comfortable, it's like, 
It's almost, it's, it's like can't, like if you're in the presence of God, you can't be comfortable. Like it doesn't work like that. Look all throughout the Bible, I can't see one man or woman of God that were ever comfortable. Look at the heroes that, you know, the, the author of Hebrews talks about in Hebrews 11. They were never comfortable. They were going after something. And if you're, new, if you're new tonight, hey, welcome to the family. We're a bunch of crazy people that believe God can do anything. Come on, a bunch of crazy people that are, that are crazy about the kingdom of God and, and what God has for us. And we're going after what God has for us. We believe God has called Awaken Eastlake to take the South Bay, Coronado, Chula Vista, San Isidro. Come on, somebody. And you have just enlisted to the army of God. This is who we are. Oh, come on. So welcome to the army of God. See, in, in the last, God right now, for where we are right now, in the time and age we are, we need two things, for sure. Deeper levels of devotion. And, and we need a, a precise, accurate revelation of who God is. I talked to some of my close friends that are pressing into devotion right now. And we're seeing God being revealed in a way that we've never seen before. Just, just today, I was praying. That's what I'm talking about. I need God. I need, I need the reality of God. God who can come into my situation today. Not tomorrow. Not give, don't give me a prophecy for 30 years. So those are good. But I need God right now. Like, I, I don't know if you've ever been going through anything like that where you're like, God, where are you? That is the kind of God that we preach. That is our God. So I've been, been going through some heaviness around the campaign and and it's like the biggest thing in my life right now. And uh, I mean, we're a, a church that's fresh, real, and powerful. Can we get real tonight? <laughs> going through some heaviness, and I, I'm just like, well, I'm going to get up tomorrow and pray. And, and the, I'm going to meet with the Holy Spirit, so I'm praying. And after quite some time, I, I'm praying. I'm in the Holy of Holies, if you know what I mean. And, and I'm praying in the Holy Spirit, and, and I just begin to see. And the Holy Spirit begins to show me, you, you're, you're experiencing heaviness because you, you've never done this before. And, 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 what you, and it makes you feel stupid out there sometimes because you want the respect of the world. You don't need the respect of the world. I called you. That's all you need. And the moment I began to hear, and I'm agreeing with the Holy Spirit, it's like something lifted off of me. It's like I experienced deliverance. I, I didn't, although, hey, praying for, like, deliverance here is amazing. But I, the Holy Spirit began to deliver me this morning because that's the kind of God that we serve. He's so real. He can come and meet into your situation, speak into you whatever you're going through right now. So I want to preach tonight. We're starting a new series about the culture of Awaken. And, and one of the, the of, you know, the, the characteristics of Awaken is that we believe in miracles. So uh, the title of my message tonight is The Miracle God. The Miracle God. So I want to give you three, I want to I touch on three miracles in the Bible. In the Old Testament, the New Testament, and in the book of Acts. One for the Father, one for the Son, and one for the Holy Spirit. Because I don't know if you know, we live in the era of the Holy Spirit. Some of us have never heard this teaching before, but the Father was in the Old Testament doing all kinds of things. Then Jesus came, the era of Jesus, the New Testament. 
Jesus was on earth for 33 years, and he went up to heaven. Then he poured out his spirit upon us. There were prophecies about the spirit of God, Joel chapter 2. It says, in the last days, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. It says, your old men will dream dreams, and women, and your young men and women will see visions. I hear people seeing visions all the time. It's actually one of, of what we'll talk about in a little bit. But, but then is he sent the Holy Spirit, Jesus. We are in the era of the Holy Spirit. So I want to touch on three miracles. The first one is the parting of the Red Sea. The parting of the Red Sea. If you, you've heard this story before, but Moses led the children of Israel out of Egypt because they were in slavery. God heard the mystery of the children of, of Israel and he delivered them with a mighty hand, the Bible says. And, and he took like his babies, you know, like his pose- precious possession. He took them out of Egypt. And as they're leaving Egypt... After all the, the miracles that God performed in Egypt, they, they get to the Red Sea. And as they get to the Red Sea, they have nowhere else to go. I don't know if you've ever been in a place where you got nowhere else to go. It's like you hit a wall. Like, God, I need you right now. So they get to the Red Sea, and Moses is like, God, why did you bring us out here? And all the people is like, God, you brought us out here so we could die. And God's like, why are you looking at me? You got a staff. Use what I've given you. And, and this is where we come right here in the Bible. In, in Exodus chapter 14, I'm going to read the scripture real quick. Verses 21 and 22, and it reads, Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night, and made the sea into dry land, and the waters were divided. So the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea on the dry ground, and the waters were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. So we see this miracle. What does this mean? Well, let's talk a few things that we can see in this miracle. Number one is that God makes a way when there's no way. God works all things together for good. Can you imagine the children of Israel being like, you know, we're dead. We got nothing else going on. How many of you know Romans 8, 28 says that God works all things together for good? See, I believe that God was trying to shift their mindset and their mentality from small-mindedness to big thinking, big-mindedness. What's big thinking? It's just believing that God can do anything. There's always a way out. It doesn't matter what you're going through right now. There's always a way out. God always has a way always your business your marriage your children your ministry whatever it is you're going through your finances God always and this is what's crazy God what else God God is 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 the God of of outside the box I don't have it up here yes do we yeah God operates outside the box some of us like to be really boxed in some of us don't like change don't change things. I mean, I don't, don't change. No, you freak me out. You freak me out when you change things. Where's my coffee? The morning. You know, your wife just moved it like an inch. You can't find it. <laughs> Needs to be right here. Okay. See, this is what happens. Because of our upbringing and, and our surroundings and our experiences, we, we begin to see God through the lens of what we've experienced before. But I believe that tonight, the Holy Spirit wants to reveal himself to you as the miracle God. Because once you have that, that revelation, 
of the miracle God, then it doesn't matter what you go through. It doesn't matter what situation you're in because you know there's a way out. All you have to do is look up to heaven. If God parted the Red Sea, he can do this for me. Come on, somebody. God knows what he's doing. I remember 2010, I was a, I was a youth pastor. And uh, full-time, I wasn't making very much money. That was all I was working, I was doing. And, and my wife was working too. We are both doing the, the ministry at this other church. And, and River was born. And like sometimes I miss details. If you work around me, like, you know, sometimes like I miss little details sometimes. Okay, like it happens. Chris Sheridan went on. If Chris is here, we were working together on the campaign. And Ernest, Ernest is here. Sometimes I like, I don't think about things, but hey, it's okay. So I forgot that Natalie was going to have a baby. And, and like she wasn't going to be able to work anymore. Like, like, like for a, a little, little bit of time at least. I didn't plan for that. I don't know if you've ever gone through that. Like, gosh, you know. And, and you know, I, I think God has given me a grace to be wise and wisdom. But I miss it sometimes. And I miss it then. So the, my boss, you know, hey, um, actually, like, um, so Natalie's not working the funds for her salary. Like, we're, they won't be able to go to her anymore. She doesn't have a salary starting next week. Oh, <laughs> okay. And I had the audacity of getting offended because of that. I'm like, what do you mean? So... We lost 37% of our income, and, uh, and I'm like, God, it's, it's like I was being pushed towards the, the Red Sea. Like, sometimes our frustrations and our, 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 our anger, our, our things that are bothering us, it's like, it's, like, it's like God is just pushing you to the Red Sea. And, and it frustrates us because sometimes we're so boxed in, we can't think outside the box that God might have a plan. He knows what he's doing. If he brought me to the Red Sea and, and, and it seems like I got no way, maybe God is thinking already of what he's about to do. So I'm like, gosh, like, what am I going to do? I'm like, I mean, I'm instantly broke, you know. It's like immediately no, immediately no. I don't like this. And, and, you know, like, it, it took some time. Like, we were living paycheck to paycheck, and, and we weren't making it. But God, but I was just getting closer to the Red Sea. And then God called me to the business world, launched a business, began to prosper. And, and here we are today. We're, we're, it's, things are really different. But I, I, I experienced the miracle God. What about you? What are you going through right now that you are like, my back, I'm trying to talk to some people that feel like their back's against the wall. Like, God, do you see this? Here's, here's the sea. I got nowhere else to go. I need you to move right now. The miracle, God, I believe in you. I need you to part the Red Sea or do something in my life because I'm about to go crazy. But that's what God can do. So... God parted the Red Sea. The second miracle I want to talk about is the multiplication of the loaves of bread and the fish. So we know Jesus is preaching in the New Testament and 
He's doing his thing, and people are following him, 5,000 men. They say there's about 20,000 people total with the women and the, and the children, and, and he's preaching, and he sees that the, the people are hungry, and he tells his disciples, hey, why don't you feed them? They're like, we got nothing. Andrew's like, hey, we got, here's a, a lad, here's a kid who's got five loaves and two fish. Jesus is like, bring them to me. So this is where we are. We pick up in the story, John chapter 6, verse 10. Then Jesus said, make the, pe- the people sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down in number about 5,000. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to the disciples, and the disciples to those sitting down. And likewise of the fish, as much as they wanted. So when they were filled, he said to his disciples, gather up the fragments that remain so that nothing is lost. Therefore, they gathered them up and filled 12 baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which were left over by those who had eaten. Now, not only was Jesus able to fill, uh, to, to feed the 20,000 people, but there were, they were leftovers. There was a ton more. So what do we, what do we learn from the story? Well, he is the God who provides miraculously. He is a God of multiplication. He's a God of abundance. He's a God of prosperity. The God of more than enough. That, that's who our God is. That's what we know cognitively. But do you believe it in your heart? Do you believe that God is the God of abundance? Do you... Do, do you feel like you have, you're fighting a, a, a oftentimes you experience a, a poverty mindset? A, 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 a thinking that, that produces the type of fruit of, of lack. How do we know if we have a poverty mentality? Well, we often fight thoughts like, we don't have enough. We're not going to make it. This is going to end. We've had a good run. The, the, and, and this is the, the, more, the, most, the most typical one. Is when you talk about finances or begin to think about money, you experience a sense of fear. So what happens when we have a poverty mindset, listen, where, where God dwells, poverty can't coexist. And poverty is nothing else than lack, okay? And if, this, if you feel offended right now because I'm talking about this, then that's a good indicator that you might have the poverty mindset. I'm not trying to offend you. I'm just trying to tell you the truth. So where God, where God dwells, if, if you look at the Bible, there was never ever lack psalm 23 the lord is my shepherd i shall not want other translations say i shall not lack where the spirit of the lord is there is no lack no there's no poverty but what happens is when we sometimes it comes through generations generation from our, you know, I told you my mom was the, is the best mom in the world. But oftentimes she would say like things like, hey, we don't have any money. We don't have any money. We don't have any money. So 
And she had a little money sometimes. Now that I look back, I'm like, mom, what are you talking about? But, but, but it's, yes, it's a mentality that sometimes it comes down to us. And, and it, box, it puts us in a box. So what happens is when you adopt that mentality, it leaves, it leaves room for the, for the spirit of fear. Fear is a spirit to come and get a, a grip. And he's there. So when we talk about finances, guess what? It's when we're the most susceptible. When we experience fear. I'll never do that. Never be able to do that. Insecurity comes. Oh, you know, he's so blessed. I'm not. Or only happens to them. I'll never happen to me. But God, listen, God is so powerful that he can change that in a moment. Now there's, there's a, if we can have the keys come up, there, there is a, there's, there's miraculous power of God that can instantaneously heal you of something. Here's an example. I was addicted to pornography. My childhood, teenage years, then God healed me and boom, in a moment, God cut it off. It's crazy. I know. But sometimes it's, a, it takes a process for God to heal you of something. So. Let me share with you what I do in the morning. Is that okay? So, because of the cross, if we can, if we can have that scripture up, um, 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. I want to go after the uh, poverty mindset. Anybody want to be free from a mentality of poverty? Does anybody, anybody want prosperity? Come on. Prosperity is, is, is way more than money, okay? If you're thinking, oh, here it comes the prosperity gospel, you've missed it. Prosperity is way more than money. It's peace, it's love, it's an abundance of peace, love, joy in the Holy Spirit, it's righteousness, and there are resources too that come with prosperity. But listen to the scripture. For you are becoming progressively acquainted with and recognizing more strongly and clearly the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. His kindness, his gracious generosity, his undeserved favor and spiritual blessing. And that though he was so very rich, yet for your sakes he became so very poor in order that by his poverty you might become enriched, abundantly supplied, or abundantly blessed. Another translation says... Though he was rich, he became poor so that through him we might become rich. If you're willing to receive it, take it. This is a promise from God. So we believe that Jesus on the cross took the curse of poverty and lack. And through Jesus, we can experience prosperity. In every way is the blessing of God, is what Jesus talked about. It's what in the New Testament, actually, in Galatians chapter 3, it says that we are, when we are in Christ, we inherit the blessings of Abraham. All that God promised to Abraham was blessing after blessing after blessing. So if you're a Christian, you can say, God, I, I, can, I can have the blessings of Abraham. It's what the Bible says. Though he was rich, he became poor. So that through him, I, this might be challenging you a little bit. Okay, but it's okay. So that through him, I might become rich. Now, in the mornings, this is the kind of weaponry I want to give you, okay? In the mornings, when I'm praying and I'm 
at the cross of Jesus. I begin to thank Jesus. Jesus, thank you for the cross. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you that you shed your blood for me. It's because of the blood of Jesus that we experience your blessings. I experience healing. I experience righteousness. I experience freedom, deliverance. I have access to freedom. I have access to righteousness. You've given me the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. And I see Jesus on the cross. And I say, Jesus, thank you that though you were rich, you became poor so that through you I might become rich. And you took poverty. And I see poverty written on Jesus on the cross. And you took poverty away from me. And through that, you've given me prosperity. And I begin to see the flowing grace of Jesus of prosperity coming to me. And I said, Jesus, thank you that there's no room for poverty in my mindset. Take it away. Forgive me for adopting a poverty mindset, a poverty mentality, and fill it with prosperity. And I begin to see, and I begin to see, this is where the scriptures are so powerful. I begin to see Jesus multiplying the bread and I see an abundance of people from so little he multiplied and blessed and fed 20,000 people and I see a field full of people being blessed because of Jesus and I said Jesus thank you for prospering me today thank you for filling me with your prosperity and whatever I do is blessed and whatever I touch turns to gold and I begin to see everything that I'm doing around me the businesses the family the campaign blessed and touched by God thank, thank you Jesus that because you went to the cross I am blessed I cannot be cursed you took the curse upon the cross I am blessed because of you Jesus and I worship you and I honor you and I love you Jesus thank you for prosperity today so Christianity, it's like, it's, it's, it's a gift. We are saved by grace through faith, not of works. It's kind of like this, like if Christianity was a gym, everybody been to the gym, like maybe five years ago, it's okay. It's like you get a ticket, a free ticket, you come to the gym. It's like, you're Christian now? Man, come on, man, we love you. Come in. You, you walk into the gym and, and you begin to see all the flipping bl super buff people everywhere. And you get intimidated. You're like, my gosh. Wow. And then suddenly the Holy Spirit just comes and tells you, hey, that could be you. Now that you're in the kingdom, you can work out your faith. Apply it. There's so much power available to you. Come, let me teach you. Come to Awaken Church. Wednesday nights, you're going to learn about how to pray. You're going to learn about how to apply. And you begin to lift weights. And you begin to pray. You wake up the next morning. You, God, I remember Pastor Marco. Gosh, I remember three things he said. You know, Jesus, thank you for taking poverty. And now I'm prosperous. And now you can lift 10 pounds. The next day, God begins to reveal things to you through the scriptures. You begin to pray. God, you, now you're lifting, flipping 100 pounds. You're like, man, I'm feeling stronger. That's how the kingdom works. The promises of God are available to all of us. It's what we do with them. So I want to challenge you. If you have been fighting or, or recognized, you feel the Holy Spirit revealed to you right now, a poverty mentality, you can go after it every day on your own as you begin to pray, as I was showing you. And you, you let the Holy Spirit lead you and guide you in how you pray. Because he can begin to renew your mind. This is what Paul was talking about when he renews. It says in Romans 12, chapter 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed 
by the renewing of your mind. That's what, it, that's what Paul was talking about. So as I pray and I thank Jesus for taking poverty upon the cross and now I'm prosperous, I, God is renewing my mind. And then my true identity begins to come out. Who I really am, a prosperous human being that is blessed and everything I do prospers and is blessed. That is available to all of us. The miracle God. And finally, the healing God. Miracle of healing. Do we have that slide? Healing. There we go. Supernatural healing. So, I don't know if you remember in the book of Acts chapter 3, Peter, the, you know, they, they started the church and Peter is walking and he sees a, a, a man that couldn't walk and he says, hey, they ask, the dude is asking for money and Peter goes, hey, money I do not have, but what I do have, I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, get up and walk. And the dude got up and walked. And we saw this supernatural healing. At Awaken Church, we believe that God still heals today. We've seen crazy miracles. There was a lady here that, uh, I won't say her name, but she, she got healed during a message. And, and she used to, to walk with a cane, but she began to, to jump around and the Holy Spirit healed her. No one prayed for her. There was a guy at Balboa who had cancer, a tumor, and they prayed for him and God, the Holy Spirit literally dissolved the tumor, went to the doctors and cancer is gone. We have tons of those stories that we believe. Now, divine healing is available to all of us. In the same way, I pray every morning, Jesus, I thank you that you took sickness on the cross. The Bible says that by your stripes on the cross, I am healed. And I begin to speak to every cell in my body, say, Jesus, thank you. That every cell in my body is aligned to the Word of God. I speak to my vitamin levels, my hormones. Thank you that my testosterone is strong. My vitamins are strong. My hormones are strong. Everything in my body, my ligaments, my muscles. Every morning I pray to, I walk in divine health. You can walk too in divine health. It's what the Bible says. Listen, I... About three, four months ago, I said, I give up. I'm going to believe everything the Bible says. Everything. I'm going to live by faith and not by sight. Whatever the Word of God says, this is what I'm going to believe. You know how I learned it? I saw Pastor Jurgen. Every time you talk to him, he talks, he responds with the Bible. I said, that's me. That's the kind of fruit I want in my life. And you might be like, hey, Marco, you're kind of crazy. I don't know if this vibes, but I'll tell you what. Where I'm at in my life, I've never had more of a demand, and let's talk about finances for a second, more of a financial demand on my life. With the house, we've, I'm part of seven businesses, the campaign, I have to raise money everywhere. But in the same way, I've never experienced more peace. Because this works. The Holy Spirit is available to all of us and He wants to work in your life too. So we can all stand as I pray. I'm going I'm to ask you a question and I want you to be really bold. If you're here tonight and you feel Listen, you can have all the money in the world. This is not about money. You feel like you fight a poverty mentality and you want God to renew your mind. I want you to come to the front if that's you. And you want to be set free from a poverty mentality. I want you to come to the front. We're going to pray. 
and the Holy Spirit is going to touch us. And we can have the ministry team come as well. We can have the worship team come up as well. Are we ready? Okay. And uh, don't fight it. Hey, no, who cares? Like, I, I, I fight poverty mentality all the time. Nobody will think that you're weird if you come to the front. You just want freedom. Just come. But God's going to touch us. Amen. Why don't, why don't we, let's, let's sing the song again. Let's worship. And, and let's just begin to worship. And, and as you worship, see the Holy Spirit. See, see Jesus take, taking poverty on the cross and blessing you with prosperity. Let's do it. before Jesus I want you to see yourself before Jesus you know before you do that I want you to open your eyes real quick I want to give you this because this is really really powerful maybe you know it already but if you don't this can change your life the, the language of the Holy Spirit is dreams and visions Holy Spirit gave us an ability to imagine things, to see, to visualize. God invented visuals. If, if you play sports, athletes and psychologists always talk about visualizing and visual. New Age people they talk about visualizing. And but but God invented this. Remember when when God called Abraham, He said, "Look up towards the sky and see if you can count the stars." He was giving him a visual. So when he would feel discouraged, he could see the visual. So here's another thing. Whenever you feel discouraged about whatever situation you're going through, let's say you're believing for a house and, and you hear someone got a house and, and 
that discourage you or, or you see your finances, just close your eyes. In fact, close your eyes right now and begin to see that thing. Begin to see that house that God wants to give you, that God wants to bless you. The, the language of the Holy Spirit is dreams and visions. I believe, the, I see the Holy Spirit touching your mind right now. Some of you can't imagine, haven't been able to imagine things, but the Holy Spirit is, is touching your imagination right now. You're going to be able to see things in the Spirit and imagine things and see that beautiful home that God has prepared for you. Maybe it's a new job, maybe it's a career, maybe it's your marriage, maybe, maybe you've been fighting with your wife or things are not clicking, but you begin to see you guys laughing and smiling and, and coming home and the dream that you have for your marriage, you see it. Okay, you can open your eyes again. Joel chapter 2, he says, in the last days, young men will see visions. When Jesus said, you will say to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea, do you think he was talking about a mountain? No, he's like, you, you, I want you to see the mountain in your life. And when you pray, cast it, remove it, and cast it into the sea. That's what he was talking about. So, I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to begin to see Jesus touching you with the Holy Spirit, touching your mind and removing all poverty, all lack out of your mind. See the Holy Spirit filling you with prosperity, filling your mind with the blessing of God, understanding that Jesus went to the cross and He took the curse and you cannot be cursed. There is no curses available to you. They're gone. You're blessed. And I want you to see yourself blessed. See a mantle of blessing upon you. Come on, see, see the Holy Spirit putting that code upon, upon you of blessing. And it feels good. You feel light. It feels great. It's the blessing of the Holy Spirit. And everything you do prospers. And I want you to see yourself in your job and the dreams that you have blessed. And what you do prospers. What you do is healthy. And it grows. And people are laughing around you and smiling because they see the blessing of God. They see the glory of God. People talk about the aura. It's the blessing of the Holy Spirit. Where God is taking us, we need the blessing of God, the power of God. I want you to see the Holy Spirit giving you the power of God right now. The power to do and to conquer all that God has for you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Man, some people are getting free right now. Some people are experiencing, free, experiencing freedom right now. Come on, go there. Let the Holy Spirit take you. I see the Holy Spirit taking the yoke. Come on, the yoke of poverty. It's a stronghold that God is breaking right now. From your shoulders, man, you're going to feel like a weight was lifted off your shoulders right now by the power of the Holy Spirit. Don't resist it. Give in. Come on. Come on. God is setting you free right now. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Man, I, I see, I see demons literally screaming right now and leaving. Raging against the power of God. Because God has given us authority over all the power of the enemy. Nothing shall by any means hurt us. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Come on, open the heavens right now. Touch us right now, Holy Spirit. Touch our minds, our hands, spirit, soul, and body. I declare divine health over each and every one of us right now. Divine health. We're a church that is healthy. Come on, cancer-free. Cancer does not belong in this building. Cancer does not belong in this church. Awaken Church is cancer-free. We rebuke you, cancer. Leave. You must leave right now in the name of Jesus. Sickness, you must leave right now in the name of Jesus. I am healthy. I am strong. I'm courageous. I'm blessed. I'm powerful. Come on. I see God breaking the box. Some of you have been in a box saying, I see God breaking it. You're coming out of the box right now. See, God operates outside the box. Ideas coming to you. Come on, energy to execute. This is the last thing I'll pray for. I see the Holy Spirit calling some of you into a deeper commitment to the ministry. And this is what I mean. A commitment to building the house of God. I see the Holy Spirit. Man, I'm telling you, we're, this day, this time where we are right now, God is about to do something powerful. And I feel the Holy Spirit calling some of you and you've been resisting a little bit but if that's you I want you to raise your hand if that's you hey that's me Marco you that's really me if that's you one two three four five six can you come to the front if that's you just come right here come to the front if that's you come on be bold just come to the front you, you feel the Holy Spirit calling you to a deeper level into the ministry of serving the house of God just come to the front just right here all the way to the front come on like God is separating you. The Holy Spirit said, I've separated Paul and Barnabas to the ministry. That, that's what the Holy Spirit did to me a few days ago. I was praying. I saw the Holy Spirit just pulling me into the ministry. I said, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. see what God is doing is he's planting you in the house of God your life is about to flourish you responding right now is you getting more and more planted in the house of God your life is about to flourish in a way that you haven't seen before I, I, I see I see forgiveness also 
happening right now, flowing, forgiveness. There's forgiveness happening. There's, there's, you're letting go of some things that have been bothering you, but I see the Holy Spirit touching you and you're letting go and releasing and forgiving people. Forgiving. Man, you're gonna feel, you're gonna sleep so well tonight. serving in a team talk to your team lead if you don't do that either find a connect group uh, go to dna and ask how can i serve and the holy spirit is going to begin to guide you and lead you how you can get planted how you can serve i'm telling you it's it's the key to flourishing in your life wow what an amazing word i hope you enjoyed that as much as i did hey listen for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.